Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 2018. It has been a year. Many moons <laughs> since our last one. It has. We weren't the same people. Uh, no, not at all. No. We were born anew in yes. 2018. Skin. Yeah. This is Kill Shuffle. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And uh, we're back for another year, I guess. Oh, God, yeah. Back for more punishment. Yeah. God help us all. <laughs> um, so the format today, uh, as with last week, I guess, is a little bit different than normal. Um, it's still only January what seventh? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's so it's, it's early days for album releases. But what we're going to talk about today is four albums that um, maybe passed us by in one way or another in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether or not we had uh, even heard of the bands, or the, not had enough room because of other reviews, or maybe releases by bands that we already knew but somehow just yeah. went under our radar. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's like when I when I was compiling the list of albums that we went over, I was like, I don't know if I should show Donald this Electric Six album that came out because he'd have to listen to like uh, ten Electric Six albums to, to get context. So. Because no, I was like, you only get one. You either get to do the Darkness yeah. or Electric Six in one week. But you, you're it. aware of the Darkness in some capacity, so that's uh, great. yeah. I mean, I, I believe in a thing called love. Oh, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, Christmas. So, uh, time. so what we're going to talk about um, today then is we're going to start with an album by. Fuck it, let's start with The Darkness. Fuck it. Okay, so it's called uh, Pinewood Smile by The Darkness. Yeah. Um, then we're going to talk about Guppy by Charlie Bliss. Uh, Strength in Numbers by The Haunted. Art in the Age of Automation by yes. Portico, Portico Quartet. Yes, Portico. A bit of a yes. Quister. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take a look back at a band called Mammal from Australia. Yeah. Uh, and their e. debut and only album, which is Thus called... Thus Yet. Thus Yet, no, which is called Majority. Later. Yes. The, the majority? The, the majority. The majority. Okay, so that's from 2008. So that's kind of our little um, retrospective. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to ask you, well, I'll ask you loads of questions about yeah, that later yeah, on, totally. how you came to pick it and all the rest of it. But but uh, for now, let's delve into to The Darkness. Pinewood Smile. <laughs> so I think this came out in October. Uh, yeah, yeah. So have you been aware of, of this release since it came out? Have you been kind of listening to this uh, since October? Uh, no, but then I realized word was going around like, holy shit, Darkness have a new album. Um, they've like ever since uh, about I don't know five six years ago they've been back very slowly. Um, yeah, because like, I remember there was a, there was a time obviously you know at one point darkness ruled the world. Yeah, the age of I believe in a thing called love, absolute Britpop at the time. Won my ticket to hell and back, yeah. and I mean it was it was this massive classic Brit- rock revival. Yeah, Brit rock at its peak of the noughties, I guess. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't. Well, I suppose Brit rock in terms of it's British, but it was very, very much indebted to like classic rock and hard rock. You yeah, know, it was. Yes. It was. I suppose you could say that they were in the same movement as like Airborne and the Answer, uh, but they never took themselves quite as seriously. I think Airbor- and they were the Airborne biggest. Came a bit after, bit afterwards, but they were always, always the biggest. Yeah. Um, and they're actually one of the few bands in the last. 20 years to have a successful Christmas single <laughs> yeah to this day it's it's it possibly my favourite one yeah in fairness that's very difficult to do is to write an enduring Christmas song so the darkness have done it um, and they went away for a few years and I know Justin Hawkins the f- famous slash infamous lead singer yes formed his own band which didn't do so well called Hot Leg Not well. I, did he do that with Taylor Hawkins uh, the brother who was in is in the band I think that's the drummer is Taylor no, Hawkins not the drummer the in the Food bassist. Fighters no no um, there's another Hawkins in this band okay but he might be the bassist alright well regardless anyway they've obviously all kissed and made up and now the darkness is back and this is their and this is the first of two bands today that we're going to talk about who have come back after a period of absence and are releasing their second album with three, three bands but a, we'll come back to that oh excuse me yes. yeah are releasing um, a, uh, you know their second album of a reformed lineup. sorry because The Haunted is doing it is, is also Portico Quartet doing it uh, think a little later oh no spoilers or anything. But All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, oh. Oh. Right. I know what yes. you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. Anyway. So, do the darkness do enough here to justify their continued existence? Yes. I suppose has oh, to be the. <laughs> oh yeah. Like like if 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 it's if it's in regards to like making a new sound for yourself, not relying on the wall of sound, um, more taking from like uh, early Foo Fighters, um. Uh, bit, bit of the bit of a um, muse because I know that the producer has done stuff for all those bands as well. That's right, and you can hear it in this as well. Mm-hmm. Like some of the riffage is very kind of I don't know. It's 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 a lot lighter than when what than 
Permission to Land stuff was. Yeah, Permission to Land felt much more like a bar fight, whereas this feels... It's a different world they're approaching rock from, I guess. Like fine dining or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, 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 it's at once more refined yeah. and definitely lyrically more crude. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's very much a hilarious album. Yeah, like, through. okay, so that's... It's still comedy. Settle a debate. Like, right. are The Darkness a comedy band? Because I hadn't previously considered them... Like, I don't, in my mind, I don't consider Electric Six to be a comedy band. I think they're a band with their tongue firmly in place in their cheek, but they're not a comedy band. Yeah. Whereas, like, Tenacious D are a comedy band. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think... This is not as much of a comedy band as Flight of the Concords. Well, yeah. But with heart... Uh, a sincerity to it I would say that this sits in almost exactly the same camp as Steel Panther now no I, I think I think what these guys talk about or sing, what, what Justin sings about mm. is quite genuine but he the way he lyricizes it is, is with a hint of his own humour which okay on which on where where though like uh, um, Heaven that he- one Heaven yeah okay heaven. That, I can totally agree with you um, there that's true yeah, and just but like there yeah. are there are some there are a lot of songs. I would say the majority of songs in this album that are just like gags. Uh, yeah, bits. Yeah, you know, like S- some of them. Solid gold is gags. I mean, he there's things he relates to things in his life. Like, yeah. like the, the last song is basically about I'm. I think his cat. <laughs> what is cat wanting food? Yeah, yeah. What was it? Um, freaking uh. Yeah, Stampy to Love. Is that <laughs> so, not? Oh, I thought that was just like... His it, Orbis just... cat wanting food, I think. It seems like that. <laughs> oh, well, if it's about a cat, that, that makes it slightly less offensive. It's pretty on the nose, uh, yeah. fat shaming to the naked ear, but yeah. perhaps if it's about an animal, that's It's not quite better. Fat Girls by Steel Panther. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's, it's in the same ballpark. It's definitely in the same ballpark as like Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and then there's Southern Trains, which is which is kind of a bit like that song London Underground. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's it's all about how the trains never run on time in, in England. England. Which no, certainly that speaks from truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, uh, lyrically, certainly at least half the album is gags, and maybe in fairness, there's like veiled personal uh, disclosures in the other half. Yeah, there's like there there's. Since definitely sincerity. Okay, mix twinge with like comedy because mm. that's how he writes. And that's awesome. Yeah. So to you, they're not a comedy band. Would you say that? And to uh, half, I was, and half. Half, half and half. half. Okay. It's totally okay, fair. Totally fair. But is that a departure for them? Because I no. definitely remember listening to, like, I, I always thought of them as, like, being kind of bawdy and raucous. And again, tongue I mean, there in are, cheek. There are elements in this, like Japanese Prisoner, Japanese Prisoner of Love is kind of old school in a way for them, it feels. Like old school darkness? Yeah. Like, 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 um... It's definitely had the heaviest track on there, no oh, question. Yeah, Buccaneers of Hispaniola as well is kind of like a, a callback in a way into the more rocky elements, like the wall of Musically, sound. Musically, yes. Like wall Musically of sound that. darkness, yes, people yeah, yeah. know. This is not wall of sound darkness. This is the darkness playing with, I'm not sure if they changed their instruments from like Gibson's Defenders mm. to Telecasters or not, but that, that, that would be a logical effect to this kind of, kind of sound. Yeah, I mean... To change their approach this much. That's that's fair. I I I'm not so certain of like the subtleties in that sense, but I do think it's quite funny. Like the Buccaneers of Hispaniola, like basically them dressing up as pirates. Um, I yeah, that, I, I crack up every time. It's, yeah, it's a funny one. Um, um, vocally, do, do you think it's on point? Justin, yes, from Justin Hawkins. Oh, he hasn't lo- he hasn't lost a bit. Mm. Um, I, I like the way he. Uh, ever since the last album, I think he's expanded, not just in his falsetto, but how he gets around that falsetto and how he can take breaks yeah. Yeah. and bring a bit of levity to um to uh to not make the other guys try and reach for harmonies to help him with one notable exception yeah yeah well you know what i'm talking about <laughs> there's a few actually right well i think the biggest offender is the uh, chorus of buccaneers of hispaniola yeah. oh my word but I- he, he harmonizes <laughs> with himself yeah. no no i know it's it's him like triple or quadruple aired but yeah. oh my god that 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 chorus when it hits that high note i nearly it's insane i think the dogs for like three miles around were just barking their heads I, off I, it's I too high for my taste i don't know how he does it. it's too high i love it i fucking love it <laughs> i believe i believe the way that I noted so, it was ear piercing nice. shriek, but uh, you know, um, again, that's all down to your. I, it's the people, you know, that video on YouTube of Jim Gillette going like, Oh, yeah, yeah. it's the people who were the most impressed by that, like, logarithmically will get the most enjoyment out of Justin yeah. Hawkins on this album. I yeah. think if, if you're, you know, Judas Priest fan or hair metal fan or 
stuff like that, of course, you'll find it fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And is there much, like, in terms of self-awareness, I know, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. what, is that song just called Heaven? Is that, or is it something, something Uh, Heaven? I wish I was in Heaven. I wish I was in Heaven, yeah, yeah. I know that seems quite self-aware. Do you think Solid Gold is surely a bit of self-parody? It has to be. Love Letter to ACDC. Uh, and and like single rock music in general I, guess. I mean the gag in it is like you know we're we're so great we're never going to stop shitting out solid gold yeah. like that's you know it, I'd almost imagine that's a love letter to ACDC who, yeah. who historically are like that's what they do they're they're yeah. one-trick ponies to the best of it yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah so so this album seems like a love letter to a lot of bands they like yeah that's fair yeah but like, then again, like I can't. It definitely it's it's an amalgam, you know. Like the darkness, they're 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 definitely sit in a place where they're they've one foot in, or they've they've uh, their fingers, I guess, in so many different genre pies. Even though it's it's all roughly in the classic rock sphere, but like you know, there's their hard there's hard rock. There's a little bit of like glam metal. There's yeah, like like blues. La- la- last album they had like touched on like genres or bands like the Cult, if you know them, mm. um, like very eighties tinged reverb wall of sound okay and this was like different realms more related to like phil collins or stuff like that with i wish i was in heaven has kind of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. uplifting it's a lot more uplifting than the last album okay i think in a more a more as you said like kind of ballroom rocky yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it definitely feels more like cabaret or something like yeah yeah like it's almost like every song is is a, is a sketch Yes, um, yes, you know, like sep- separated out. Like we're doing the pirate one now, or like this is the one about the fat person, or or the fat cat, or whatever. Yeah. Um, lay down with me, Barbara. Lay down, <laughs> lay down with Barbara. Barbara is is pleasingly ridiculous. That's, that's, that's a fun song. I um, think so. Yeah, that's got some of the best lyrics, which is like, and, um, you know, I can't give you moonlight, but moonlight's pretty rubbish anyway, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, the solo on that is is really good. Yeah. One minute. Yeah, so. I think I actually can bring that call that one to mind. In, in fairness, called Lay Down with Barbara is quite good. Um, mm. What do you pretty girl? The the single was um, all the pretty girls. I'm not I'm not so enamored of that one. Um, I I got I got used to it the more I went on with it. Yeah, I okay. Think it, it, it is definitely um, not darkness light lightness. <laughs> yeah, lightness. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of jarring to hear it in a different perspective. Yeah. For their for their take, so like yeah. as as a what it sounds like a long time fan. Yeah, where do you think this stacks up in terms of? Oh, very high. This is this is album oh. number five, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah, very yeah. high. Um, I think it's objectively the best of the new three. Okay. I, I'll call it the new three because they had two before the big break. Oh, this is the third of their Re- reformation, is yes, it? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I thought it was the second. Um, the one that had hot plates on it or hot cakes. Um, and then the one that came out in 2013, Last uh, of Our Kind. Yeah, oh, I think it was called that. And then this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Then I was I was wrong about that. Um, but uh, okay. So it, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hot, yeah. Hot cakes. Then the Last of Our Kind. And then Pine with Smile. Yeah, it's yeah. a very solid revival. Um, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if the majority reacts to this band as much as they did. Um, but I think they they get by very well. Okay. On just doing it their way. Which is really cool. Yeah. Not just going for singles. Because they easily could. Yeah. We've seen it two albums before and the Christmas hit mm. before they broke up. Yeah. Like they're, they're uh, I think, very consciously overwhelmed by that fame, that quick success. Well, it's just the appetite isn't, unfortunately, like, especially with this kind of thing, the public's uh, affections can be very fleeting. Yeah. Because for a lot of people there is an element of novelty to rock music yeah. and when you throw additional sort of intentional novelty into that mm-hmm. melting pot it, you know you've got a recipe for something that is yeah. destined not to last just popularity wise I'm not yeah. saying um, creatively or artistically yeah and the singles in this album don't necessarily re- reflect as uh, the majority of the album because this album is so varied mm. I think there's bits like, like yeah I suppose you're right there mm-hmm. callback of course the singles are callbacks to classic darkness but there's yeah. so much more in this I think it's very the most layered darkness album this is okay yeah okay and is layers what you want from the darkness uh, nowadays yeah <laughs> it's something you never knew uh, you wanted from them well, yeah I wouldn't want another permission to land okay that's been done they yeah. did that so, fair so uh, from a fa- from a long time fan's perspective I give this an 8 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, but uh, the first time I listened to it, it was this. And you was, have no other perspective to give. Well, the first time I listened to this was like a six or a seven, mm-hmm. you know. 
Chris. Well, it's good. Well, I mean, replay value. I mean, we're all about that here because obviously, like, if something is built to last, it's built to last. That's great. It's a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, what, what would you give it out of? Sorry, I know you give it an eight. Sorry, what was your favorite song? Um, that changes, which is the glory about this kind of album. Mm. Um, I think I wish I wasn't having that. That was. Yeah, that, that's a really good one. It's one of my favorite uplifting songs yeah. of the last few years. Good stuff. Yeah, um, I'd probably take "Why Don't the Beautiful Cry." Really? Because I thought that that's was quite, a, quite quite a funny premise. It, it really is in terms of humor. That's that's the top of yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I have uh, to. I, I do have to okay. admit uh, here at the sort of tail end of the review that musically it does uh, next to absolutely nothing for me. Um, okay. As 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 it does, sitting within a sort of Venn diagram of genres that I don't yeah. particularly care for. <laughs> so um, I I I did I did definitely get like a, a chuckle out of it a couple times. Although I think they they teeter a little bit too far into a lunacy at points. Mm-hmm. But um, and again, Justin Hawkins not my favorite type of vocalist. So I, I find that especially when he kind of does the falsetto theatrics is a bit much for me yeah. so I, I think I'm gonna yeah like I said Why Don't the Beautiful Cry is my favourite song but I think I'm gonna have to give this one a, a probably more like a 4 out of 10 oh that's poor from my perspective it's better than poor uh, don't listen to Donald guys oh come on <laughs> four, four, 4 is just below average I've and, seen you review a lot of trash <laughs> that was 4 this is this is a f- you're kidding yourself man <laughs> I'm not but dude for me it's definitely a four and I do and I do apologise for that because maybe I'm a humorless bastard but uh, yeah. you know but it, you, I, are. I, you are yeah, yeah. take oh, it okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna crucify you right here so that's how, that's how it's you going. know you were throwing yourself into the lion's den bringing this to the show well yeah because it's it's, it's just an underrated gem of last year your <laughs> I, I agree to disagree um, but listen I, you, you know, know you I, like darkness this is why you get and have fun with that exactly so. and if you're a miserable bastard like me you know it might not be for you but yeah. that's totally up that's totally your call and i think uh maybe i am a bit joyless at times yeah, okay so that's a pine with smile but the darkness yeah. dylan super digs it so um yeah. you know if you've ever if you ever enjoyed a believe in a thing called love maybe give it a give it a try give it yeah. a shot see what you think i'm sure there's a good few on my side on this one. Oh yeah i'm sure there are <laughs> yeah, yeah um okay yeah. cool um, so let's move on um maybe before we dig into the rest of our album reviews we'll just do a quick um roundup of a few singles and a few bands that we're keeping our eye on just just keep things fresh mm. um in 2018 and to to signify the start of the year so first and foremost maynard fucking james keenan let's do the maynard james keenan era <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you're much more qualified than i am to talk about this so the second single from the upcoming a perfect circle album has been released yeah yep yeah called uh disillusion i believe yes or? yes i believe the album would come out before the summer okay i, I think that at least according to singles yep you know once the third single hits it's going to be pretty much ready to go that's what I would what I would always think I mean one single I'm like ooh album's coming two singles it's imminent three singles it's starting to take the piss and then if there's a fourth single yeah three singles you can pre-order that shit yeah like the, the, you you should never ever release a fourth <laughs> pre-album single he, oh, yeah, yeah so you know um, um, so so I think I think we're definitely approaching the release yeah Disillusions uh, what's your what's your take what's my take um incredible uh, step forward for the band mm. um, in, in terms of like like getting on with their uh, age I guess maturing very gracefully into their sound yeah even though that was already the case originally it's like oh my god um, Maynard took a step from Tool and this is what he's doing now it's 10 years later if not longer uh, yeah longer longer <laughs> like 13 more like 13 or 14 years yep and he holds it very well um, he's at his peak which wow. is incredible to say. Do you prefer like, to Doom? Doomed. Uh, different kind of songs. Yeah. You know, you know the, I think I do. The right side. Do prefer. I think the either side. Yeah. Because the Doomed is something kind of new. Um, and this one seems kind of like 13th Step-ish. I could imagine this being on 13th Step. Okay. The second album. Whereas the Doom sounds like something new. It has like the um, heavy metal rampaging riffage. Yeah. And this is just, just and that kind of roaring brass and the orchestral yeah. elements which yeah. were kind of unexpected. Yeah, this is this is more mellowish. Yeah. Um definitely. Um I lo- I actually think I prefer this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah, Apples it's really cool. It's like it's it, yeah, it's it, at its core it is a piano ballad, but yeah. Um, um I I think it's sort of Maynard being like put your phones down kids. But oh, it's so cool. But um, it's really good. It's really good. And yeah. I and, and there's lots of it's got great dynamics to it as well yeah. because it kind of begins great parts chapters to it, I guess. Yeah, it kind of begins with a groove and then the groove drops out and then comes back. Yeah, the groove nice. drops to like single notes. Yeah. That's, that's lovely. Um, yeah, this is a special one. 
Yeah, I could see this. I could see this very nicely fitting into sort of the sort of track six, track seven zone of the mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Whereas I think the Doomed would make a good opener. Maybe if that makes sense. I, I can't predict how like the Doom. How, well, how I felt with the Doomed was like it almost felt like it was building up to a crescendo, yeah. and then it almost ends right before you want that second track to like explode. Yeah, and in that car- in that in that yeah, yeah. scenario, it's brilliant. Excuse me, it's brilliant. I, I just <laughs> tearing I really, up, tearing up. Um, my uh thoughts of a perfect circle were just getting regurgitated there it's okay um no but i think and then with 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 a really strong powerful second track i think that could be perfect Mm -hmm. whereas if the dune was like sort of buried somewhere in the track listing with no context either side Mm -hmm. maybe not so great um yeah i'm not going to take any guesses or pull any punches with 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 wondering what's going to be on this album because it could go anywhere cool Um, like the first two albums are so so everywhere yeah so much concepts like this possibly only scratches the surface yeah, yeah. it's not a full, right. I don't think it's a full taste but like production wise I'm very happy with where it's going oh absolutely on point as a production wonk I think it sounds phenomenal so that that's, yeah. that's already covered yeah. off it's Ma- just Maynard's yeah. on point uh, yeah. James Eha is great he's Smashing Pumpkins old, old uh, guitarist that who's, di- who's drumming as well um, oh um, I can't remember who's drumming he's whoever it is is great he's really good yeah then we got Billy Haradell who did some things we've covered, I think mm-hmm. we'll cover mm-hmm. later on. But yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great selection of musicians still, still at it. Cool. Um, so that's a perfect circle. We will cover the album when it comes and out. And tool, let's see what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so then Maybe I guess... Maybe a single by the end of the year. That's my prediction. That'd be lovely. That would be lovely. Um, just in terms of, of bands that I have recently come across that I would like us to cover once their albums do release. So with bands with really strong singles, one of them is uh, Horror My Friend. Um who are from Australia. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a really, really kind of similar ground to rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever, but like heavier, but with more of a sort of almost post-hardcore sound to yeah. them. Um, really emotionally tinged and really, really, really cool. Uh-huh. Fuzzed up. Um, great melodies. I can't wait for that album to come out because there's been two pre-release singles already. Yeah. Have you heard these guys? Uh, I've had a taster. I've had one song. Yeah. One song. Great, um. great, great. So I'm really excited for what they do. And then just, just, just to finish off on a band that have actually released something just so that we can say we covered something that was released this year um the, my 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 friend Shay from Boston um sent me this band uh, Beach Bunny who just released a single called Sports I believe um, nice. and it's great it's really really nice. good it's like um there's a, a female singer she's got a really lovely kind of like super clear voice um and I would say the it kind it kind of sounds like that ramshackle three-piece like alternative sunny surfy kind of rock it's really really good yeah um but with what were really kind of personal deeply personal lyrics and um yeah it's it's really really cool and i'm I'm sports is the name of the song so i'm really excited to see what the album sounds like yeah one more maybe one more preview uh yep uh marmosets at Mm -hmm. the end of this month did they have a single Uh, second single two singles yeah oh i'll have to do the second one yeah it's it's a very interesting one Um, okay uh it's not I wouldn't say divisive. It's just it, it takes a bit of getting used to okay. on the vocal side. They're definitely approaching it from a different production yeah. standpoint. Um, very much going for. Uh, I'm sure they're very nervous about the about, about what people are going to expect because yeah. they're, they're changing it up so much. Right. But I think that's really admirable, and I can't wait to see the whole picture. Great. Yeah. yeah. No, me either. Because I um the weird and wonderful was an album that I liked but didn't love so I'm excited to yeah. hear cause it, it absolutely grew on me yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah but Marmosets are a band that I feel like I could really grow to love a lot so I'm yeah. excited to see where they go next cool alright let's keep going with our album reviews yes. and this next one was released all the way back in April in 2017 it's called Guppy and it's by a band called Charlie Bliss who yeah. are from Brooklyn New York oh New York New York and it's their actually their debut right. album and it's it sounds it okay well that's alright setting the tone well yeah it sounds it as in it certainly sounds youthful it, yeah that's um, what I mean oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it does it does but um it, like fan club youthful yeah right but uh so the, the the sound of Charlie Bliss is very much informed by the sort of early to mid 90s um any any of that kind of college rock alternative rock indie like in the sort of Weezer Archers of Loaf Arches Love, definitely. Um, even uh, a little bit of pavement, that that kind of thing. Um, 
what else the Emotion City soundtrack I know they're a little bit later uh, and but, also I thought a bit of the attitude of Wolf Alice while being much stronger uh, yeah. songwriting wise Wolf Alice with the bubblegum mm. aspects of, of, of garbage yeah okay um, a bit a bit of a bit of um, oh, what would I say no doubt in there as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely just a huge amount of attitude I really the, the main attraction is um, Eva the singer who's just yeah I mean she's got a voice that would divide opinion I'm sure oh absolutely and we have we've tested those waters <laughs> with, with friends of ours recently um, including myself as well like it's 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 something to get used to okay to, to realise this is the stuff you're listening to so let me just get rid of my critic critical qualms of any yeah, yeah, yeah. odd vocals and see for me there was I, I I just thought from the very second she opened her mouth I was like oh my god this is so cool she's a very so weird she's got quite a uh, high a high pitched voice I suppose you would say that's kind yeah. of the uh, like the defining characteristic but I also think that it's got she's got such a incredible balance between... it's, it's really smooth her voice is yeah. definitely kind of just surfs yeah everything it doesn't there's no kind of yeah a little bit like the girl from best coast actually but better um she, yeah she okay. she manages to toe the line between sort of really sincere uh personal kind of tone and then really dry sardonic wit like it's yeah. it's that per- it's almost like is that balance between american like wear your heart on your sleeveness and British everything is to be made fun of. Yeah, I some, love that. Some of the yeah, some of the little melodic inflections are very confident. Yeah, it feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there a, was there ever a band like this in the in the Brit rock scene in the nineties? I'm just trying Which, to. Cause there's it, a load because lyrically that's that's how it feels. It just you know it, it, she's she's got this real um, side eye kind of like approach to well, lyrics that I love no, no doubt is absolutely no yeah, doubt yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> the yeah, one yeah. I go to, to yeah um, really really cool I mean in my in my opinion I just think that like yeah, yeah. it um, sounds huge as well it does it's it's very kind of um, there's not there's not a lot of space um, outside of the stuff that's being played like mm. like you won't find reverb here you won't Kind yeah of, right it's, yeah it's like it's, it's they, like it sounds like it sounds like a power trio i'm not yeah. actually sure if there's three of them yeah. it's very misgr- four of them. yeah it's grounded in the dry sound yeah uh, i guess that that's that's um the joy of this kind of music for a lot of people that yeah it makes it seem so classic yeah like this this really sounds like it could have just walked straight out of 1994 yeah. you know it, it, with no bells and whistles attached and i love that it's basically like it sounds like a power trio with one guy playing the saw synthesizer like on that one super basic setting yeah. um yeah i i do think it i do think it play it, it reads from a similar hymn book to roswell kid uh in terms of like sort owing of. a huge debt to to early weezer yeah like those massive guitar melodies and like solos that you can hum and all that kind of stuff coming L- out of nowhere. Lyrically, um, lyrically, yeah, a little bit Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. The steps that are kind of like okay, this is this is something I that very niche part of my life that I'm going to sing about. Uh, yeah, like this one. This, you know? The the chorus of Dairy Queen, I feel like, deserves to be quoted uh-huh. in full, which is like, "I'm four years above sixteen. I bounced so high, I peed the trampoline. <laughs> I'm too sad to be mean, and I'm going to end up working at Dairy Queen." Yeah. Um, which is just like, oh, it's yeah. so evocative. I don't know what of it. It's it is so hilarious. Uh, and then I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, what was a black hole? Is a bit kind of weird. I, I think it's a bit too. Um, be too kind of oh, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of but it, it is it that first line where she's like she's I think got it's her, a bit too much a bit yeah, too trying may, maybe a little bit on that maybe just on Black That's Hole I would agree with you definitely um, that yeah like it's a little bit in your face or something yeah. like that but I think they, they do they're definitely on the right side of the line for the rest of the album and um, they go into especially towards the end with songs like uh, Gatorade, Gatorade and Julia yeah just name my favourite they're spoilers guys Gatorade's my favourite yeah they, they go they almost go into sort of like failure type type territory with those chords they do they that are, just have like one or two notes outside the key and Mod- it, modally yeah. odd, uh, modalities really really cool um, I think that made me like the album a bit more. Yeah, it sounds a little bit like that band we covered last year called In Heaven. You yeah, know, just yeah. in terms uh, of like, yeah, crunchy, yeah, swirling kind of chords that I yeah. think sound great. Yeah, as I said, with that as well, it's those moments that help that break the tedium that this album holds, which I think mm. is, is, is is quite a bit of um, bit of that in this album. Oh I mean, man, I, I'm I think it's all killer and no filler, but that's almost totally almost. To, I yeah, I think a lot of the I think a lot of the the chords can kind of lull a bit. Okay. Um in 
in a bit of a not not a shoegazy way, but uh, I feel, no, you're I, right. No, I feel it, a bit yeah. of. I, sometimes I feel a bit of get on with it, um, but then like a chorus will click, and it be yeah. like, wow, this is this is a genius yeah. way, way of way of working a chorus that it should be so straightforward. Yeah, but isn't. I think you're um, actually yeah. There is a little bit of my bloody Valentine or something in the way that there there is that kind of wall of sound or like of like these sort of swirling chords that yes. perhaps in your opinion maybe linger too long. But I kind of love that. Yeah, it almost like sideswipes you sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Um, something like a little different, a little more with that, mm-hmm. um, like the the back and forth two chords kind of thing. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I could be a hypocrite because I know Deftones do that a lot, but. Yeah, Deftones have elements <laughs> yeah. that are not quite one-dimensional. Um, but um, these guys are not one-dimensional. They're just working mm. with a, a particular and it is vibe. and it's their debut album, you know. And I, I just I think there's some great, you know, maybe maybe you can't write songs like this on your second album, whatever. But no. you know, there's there's that song. Um, I think it's glitter where you know the chorus is like, "Am I the best or just the first person to say yes?" Which is such a inner monologue yeah, of someone like, who's I, like, I like that who's like re, you know who's like just sort of taking their first steps into like whether it's like college or you know you, when you're or, kind of young and you don't understand relationships yeah. and things it's like yeah. really really cool um, and I, I kind of love that she can that uh, Eva can kind of be both as I say like giving these really personal disclosures but also kind of look at them from a third person perspective and see how ridiculous some mm. of them are or like to maybe poke fun at herself a bit yeah, she, yeah. She, she's, she's quite a wordsmith actually yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She, and, and she chooses to let uh, she chooses to make it relatable which, which see, is good for this her. is exactly the kind of thing that I wish I heard in Milk Teeth like which all I, I, they, like just the just the, the uh, themes and the general word like I the, think you the do. wordplay and everything. I think I think you need, you need to search that little grain a bit more because no, I disagree. I, yeah. I this is this is I mean just from Azakel, I've been consistently saying this about Milty from the very start, uh, and I've I've haven't found a band that's so. Are, that articulates so well what I want to hear from Milk Teeth lyrically as this band yeah. but anyway that's totally an aside but you know just thinking that while I was listening to it I was like oh my god like this 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 approach and this the way that she observes things um, would be very enjoyable to hear uh, coming out of Becky's mouth but I, that's I, I, I think it's I think it's, they're both very similar um, mm. I think there's no lesser of that okay. those two different experiences different strokes for yeah. two different folks yeah. who happen to sound sort of similar I guess yeah well no I don't think sonically they sound similar but I, I don't know for some reason yeah I guess we get the big guitars and that kind of thing vocally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, like he's got a much deeper deeper yes, voice yes. but anyway in any case that's, uh, that's that's the album really if you like Again, if you're a sucker for this kind of thing, as I am, okay, uh, hi, hi, hyper melodic. Yeah. I guess you could almost really call it noise pop, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, like Tron to, and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think there's a band that my, my friends have been talking about a lot called Diet Sig, which I think is kind of similar okay, type I've stuff. Never heard of. Um, you know, like it, it, it's really melodic noise pop um, with a, a liberal smothering of 90s-ness in it okay. and uh, that's pretty much exactly how you would describe my perfect album if you were to just write yes. it down on a piece of paper yes. <laughs> so if you um, open Donald's secret diary holds in his back pocket it, it, first page is going to be how one album don't you dare yeah, the secrets read of, my diary yeah, well we, it's all out there now and this is the album you want so, <laughs> so Gatorade's your favourite track um, I think purely because it's the first song that I heard from them and that's what got me into them is uh, Percolate or Percolator whatever the first song is called yeah. um, Fish and a Percolator yeah uh, Percolator is what it's called so uh, do you want to give it a score to Sam? Uh, uh, high six a high six cool I'm <laughs> giving highs now <laughs> it's a nine for me oh that's a bit so oh yeah that's a bit crazy it's a nine with room to grow okay well shit <laughs> So so far, so far, 2018 has been a very divisive year yeah. on Kill Shuffle. Let's see if we can iron out those uh, rough edges with our third album that went under the radar. Dylan, I need you to talk to me about this one because, as I said, this was kind of going to be more of a one-sided interview. Portico, Portico Quartet, Quartet. Um, yeah. and art in the age of automation. Yeah. So, so I- I've listened to this a couple times, so I have a little bit of insight on it. But yeah, I definitely so, want you to take the reins. So fairly English band. Mm-hmm. Um, originally uh, originally uh, started up by Nick Mulvey mm-hmm. if you know him nope he's a pretty cool kind of like folksy guitarist guy and um, this is not him in it uh, oh. he left the band in 2011 um, 2011 to do a solo career which people know him most for mm. uh, but this is his first band and this is them now doing weird stuff 
Okay. Past a folksy atmosphere because yeah, they were a little folksy before 2011. Wow, no, folksy is not an adjective I would have associated no. with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so this definitely adds. Uh, I'm I picked it up in the last album. I think mm. I think the last album was was in 2011. Um, well, the, I don't think the last album had Mulvey either. Mm. But that's where I picked it up. Okay. And um, comparing this album to that album is quite weird because I expected I wanted so much of the last album in this. And they they changed it a little bit. Okay, they, they went for a different, more subtle thematics. Yeah, um, it's a bit of digital stuff, which was not in the last album. Um, uh, last album had a lot of like water drum, a lot more water drum. Oh, like the, the hang, the, the, that 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 steel. Yeah, the ding, 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 ding. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you know that thing you see street performers using. I think yeah. it's called a hang, which is like it. Lo- it looks like basically two walks yeah. mushed together into to form like a. Uh, one of those the shape of one of those sweets yes those yeah. fizzy sweets yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah this album features like uh baritone saxophone mm. uh, a few keyboards and synthesizers yes very very cool upbeat drums um it's no kind vocals. of minim minim i'd almost call it minimalist yeah this uh, yeah. they've always been my kind of like uh kind of zen relaxation band yeah is it is it a uh, jazz is another word that i jazz, saw it's jazz thrown around. is it jazz or is it it is yeah okay I nearly they're a quartet and yeah. they, they they have jazz uh, rhythms and bits and bobs so yeah. yeah it is jazz I think this one sort of toes the line between jazz and like almost post rock yeah it, it's just a little bit it's it's yeah it's not too hardcore for oh, jazz no. no no it's not that kind of jazz like it's the kind of album I can definitely enjoy in my own time but it's also the kind of album that you can like I you know, collected my dad from a function last night and like three of his pals were in the back and we were just listening to Portico Quartet the whole way home. It's the kind of album that you can just, it works as background music, but if you really like pay attention to it, it's also got a lot to offer. Um, it has, it has. Musically? A lot, yeah, a lot to offer, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say off the gate, I prefer the one before this. Okay. Um, Because it had so much. Uh, I think this is just aiming for little, little other bits. Right. Um, uh, so, is this more pulled back than the last one? I think the last one, uh, it'd be an out there, rep- an out there uh, approach. But remember the two Chelsea Wolf albums that came out. Mm-hmm. The first one was kind of like long slurs of of kind of soundtracky stuff. Yeah. I think this one seems a bit more kind of um, song songish. Oh, okay. I think. Well, that's fair because every every there's certainly like a at least a the motif first, in every song that's that you kind of. Yeah grab onto yeah it seems like they're going for that a bit more even yeah. though there are mellow bits and it all connects in with small little seags mm. um yeah I, I like this a lot uh i particularly like the first four tracks quite a bit yeah um definitely um it's it's not such a sleeper album as you'd expect mm. like there are there are bits oh yeah there's one there's one with a very kind of driving um rhythm on the, the hang the I don't know what it exactly can't call to mind what it is, but like yeah. it really kind of carries the momentum of the song all the way through. It's like five minutes or something. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle, um that track was. Uh would it be RGB? It could be. Or- yeah, it could be RGB. L- Luminous Dream. Yep, could be that as well. Yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, no, there's you know, it's 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 very you definitely find distinctions. It doesn't feel like one big run on track. Yeah, like uh objects to place in a tomb is very dark and it has like a very kind of wavering piano element yeah it seems like this is kind of music we listen on a very quiet foggy day yeah it's raining slightly I guess. halfway up a mountain in yeah. japan yeah yeah or, or just <laughs> in a, on a japanese pier or something like that it's it's, it's evocative of yeah. that realm which is why i love this band so much is they're very mm. evocative of places fun fact actually they're because I don't know now whether or not Wikipedia was lying to me, but it almost seems like one of their sort of main focuses is utilizing that instrument, yes. uh, the the hang. And I think that's one of the most recent musical inventions there is. Um, there are very few instruments that have been created in the last 100 years that are in wide use. And this is one that was invented less than 20 years ago yeah um, yeah first manufactured less than 20 years ago and i know it does sound a little bit like a steel drum and it does sound like a few different things but it does have its own there's so distinct much sound. i think there's so much more to it yeah than steel drum um yeah yeah, yeah. And, and 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 to hear it so um you like almost su- subverted in a way or like unfolded into yeah. another musical soundscape that isn't just like i'm playing stuff that sounds really tropical no you it, know it's that kind of busker instrument in a full or a jazz quartet yeah. context 
a very subtle, mellow one, but yeah. it is there. But like it's, that's it's that like that fresh. immediately adds something that's completely unique. It, about it them. feels very fresh, and this almost seems like a concept album without any lyrics. Mm. You know, yeah, seems like it's going for something, but it's so subtle. It takes it definitely takes um, uh, it takes time and concentration to kind of realize. Yeah, um, a, a lot like um, oh, what's the band we covered that did it, the had the radio vocalist the, the excerpts from historical. I was literally just thinking this. Yeah. Public service broadcasting. Yeah. they're the band this most reminds me of. This band has been quite like that, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. the last album was a lot like that as well. Yeah. Um, and that album was was one of the ones that was in my, the running for my top twenty. Yeah, so I get those. And, I get that Valley. feeling, and it's it's a really nice album that you can put on while you're reading and just kind of like if any music, this would be great music to read to. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, so absolutely. absorbing and yeah, it's pretty positive. Great, mellow, very much so. Um, it's definitely gone into my r- rotation in terms of like, you know, music I need to yeah. listen to while I'm concentrating. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and the, la- the their other albums are even 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 more worthwhile as well as well. I don't want to take anything away from this album, but like, like if you go on, I'm going off that album to this album. Yeah. So of course I'm going to pick out bits that I wish were still in it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's great to see these guys keep going. Mm. and evolving their sound absolutely trying out new things it's cool it's always like yeah new when you hear new music that's that does something different i think it's always good um because sometimes you can get a little bit worried that they're, they're the money isn't there anymore to fund mm-hmm. uh art for art's sake like this is and yeah. it's it exists and it's great you know so i, I have no qualms with this album at all i think it was it's i really, really enjoyed cool. it even though as i say i haven't spent enough time with it to rate yeah. it or whatever yeah i, I I guess I guess it's an eight. I guess it's a really good eight. Yeah. A really good eight. And if someone was to just pick it up and to try one track, would it be the first one or? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Absolute first one. Yeah, yeah. Which is called endless. First three tracks will suck you in. So. Yeah, and that's my favorite. I guess. Great. So it's Portico Quartet. Yeah. Our favorite, favorite song of yours. Atomic, if you don't want to rate it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't want to rate it because I don't. It's hard to rate this music. It's not. Well, no, I, w- I would if I'd just given it more time. But as yeah. we discussed, I, you know, I just didn't have the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I'd give it to Rushing the third track. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right, great. Um, so then that brings us to the final album. I don't want to say new release, but um, this one I think also came out in October or maybe early November, and I'm really not sure how it slipped past me because I've. Um, always been quite fond of The Haunted uh, yeah. so this is called Strength in Numbers and The Haunted are a band from I don't actually think they're from Gothenburg but they're definitely from Sweden yeah. and they you know they, they were part of that incestuous circle of musicians that you know involved At The Gates and Dark Tranquility and In Flames and Soul Work and etc 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 back in the uh, early to mid 90s so one of their I believe their rhythm guitarist um had been a part of At The Gates and, and actually weirdly enough another member of the band left to be in Cradle of Filth for a while oh okay um, wow. so they've been plagued by constant lineup changes um, and like similarly to Kill Switch Engage but in an even more sort of revolving door fashion um, they they started off with a vocalist Peter Dalving yeah, and yeah. he did their very first album and then this yeah. guy uh, Marco who's singing on this album was with them for I think another two albums and then Peter Dalving was with them for another three yeah. and now Marco's back um, in I guess what you could call their like reformed yeah. close to their original lineup okay. um, so so this is actually album number two of that newly revived Haunted um, their first album of, of this lineup came out in 2014 okay. but the last Haunted album that I I mean you know I don't want to call myself like a long time fan because really the only Haunted album that I know inside and out is The Dead Eye which comes from 2006 and I'm not sure how well regarded it is in from like the Haunted fans but like it's one of my favourite albums of all time I think it's absolutely stunning it's like it's like a great marriage of just straight up crushing thrash inspired like death metal with a vocalist who's clearly pushing at the boundaries of what can be done you know he kind of he like he incorporates like poetry and spoken word mm-hmm. and like incredible singing and then just really brutal death metal vocals and it works yeah. fabulously um, and then everything around that I've dipped in and out of and, and kind of enjoyed for the most part but yeah. that brings us to Strength in Numbers which again does not involve him no. which is for me which is the crux like to, to like bury not to bury the lead but like it's kind of the, my main gripe is that I don't think Marco is as uh, versatile of yeah, vocals okay. so you, you were, co- were you coming in this one blind or did uh, you know yeah, The Haunted previously yeah, yeah pretty blind okay um, cool I, I did pick up on the Gothenburg sound a little bit 
but it's 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 a little bit buried in comparison to something like Soul Work or even Dark Tranquility in yeah. 2017. I think. Um, I think this yeah. album is a lot more the the heavy metal dimension from Gothenburg. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely evocative of, uh, of Megadeth riffs and lead. Yeah. Um, yeah, thrash seems to be the main touch point on this. Like, yeah. just just straight up old school thrash metal. And and and, and funny enough, the the producer is the, like a long time producer for uh, Napalm Death and Demi Borger, which okay, yeah. again not like I guess Big they're theatrical. Almost, yeah, they're not they're metal. not a similar sound, but they're kind of of a similar vintage. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and um, production wise, I think it's I think it's just produced to bread and butter. Yes. From my tastes. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's um, really clear and clean, but it's... Y- yeah, it, I'd almost expect a bit more to this complex mm. uh, sound. Or this comp- just just the way it's composed. is. Uh, yeah. It almost seems a lot more deserving of, I don't know, a Devin Townsend production job or something like that. Yeah. Or what they got on the Deadeye, and I'm going to... I'll go and look up, because what that had was, like, this kind of weight and a kind of a sludginess and... Um, a bigger focus on the melody and like individually picked strings rather than just big crushing riffs um, I think did you pick up on there was a couple of tracks that you might not have understood this but harkened back to older school Haunted but you know the second track The Spark it's yeah. kind of the only one that has like a melodic chorus yeah um, the one I the one I liked that was the one I liked <laughs> as well yeah that, I think that that's kind of more what you got on the Deadeye um, but uh, yeah I think they're at their best when they have Yes, like a sort of a punishing, crushing lead yep. riff section, but they need to sort of temper that with uh, really interesting chords you don't expect in death metal or in um, mm-hmm. or in this kind of melodic death metal, and then a chorus with, if not necessarily like a song melody, but with melodic guitars and yeah, and sort of tonal growth vocals yeah. and we only get that a couple of times on this album unfortunately yeah. they're not playing to their strengths that's yeah. kind of what, yeah. we're, what it comes I, down to I, like initially I thought there was this This was a bit too um, bit too five finger death punch for you but it, it, kind of, it just makes me a little bit sad yeah. that the haunted have gone in that direction because they were for a while they basically built up I believe they started out something similar to this and then what they started doing was they started going a little bit further to the left with every album to the point where they hit the sweet spot on that album in 2006 and then there was an album I think it was called um, The Unseen in 2010 or something like that which yeah. was way too experimental like it went off a cl- like it went so far off to the left that it went off a cliff yeah. and it no longer resembled anything approaching what they had become known for mm-hmm. so I think this is almost like a knee jerk reaction to that this reunion yeah. is like oh no we, 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 we can't be cerebral at all we need to go back to the basics of just pounding people over the head with you know relatively stock trashy riffs yeah. and only peppering in a little bit of what made them unique in the first place yeah it's 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 what what one would think is a return to form or a return to uh the way we started as a as a progression but i don't think i think that's more steps back than more steps back than they think yeah it almost feels like a, a concession to those people who you know the way when every band releases an album with elements of like whether it's progression or melody there's always going to be albums who'd be like just play the heavy stuff yeah and this feels like a real concession to those just play the heavy stuff people yeah when, even when it's not necessarily in the band's best interests um I it's almost always what I thought of Sepultura Sepultura's new new kind of sound I was thinking that as well yeah um I don't know I don't know like uh, in terms of like Sepultura's new album just sounds like it's heavy metal it, it's yeah like it's 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 not it's like Tesco own brand modern metal there's no almost no other garnish to it at all it's just besides the vocals everything yeah. else needs to same comparison goes to this album but again like uh, I just think my patience is wearing a little bit thin for 100% gruff vocals oh like, totally yeah I, there's still a place for them but I here I, I just that think was a this, big turn off for me in yeah, this album this album is only the worst for having a vocalist who clearly cannot do melody yeah I'm not saying that every like I, I think there are certain genres that it definitely suits having the 100% screened vocal or whatever but like this is not it because yeah. melody is such a core component of their best work yeah this totally needed the extra dimension of <laughs> damn my cat god damn it. <laughs>
looking at a wall that's meowing. <laughs> What's wrong, Dudley? <laughs> the cat is meowing. I, yeah. yeah. See, even even a cat meowing would have improved oh, the the vocal. Yeah. Do you, do you, did you? I mean, for what he does, does he at least do what he does well? Do you think or no? No, I think it seems a bit forced. Mm. it's in a very similar ilk to the singer from Decapitated who we can talk about again yay Um, but uh, yeah it's almost not it it feels less controlled the singer Decapitated yeah it's a super gruff performance and it's a very you know it's it's definitely a a 95% screen performance but it always feels more controlled whereas Marco sounds like he's he's just about to blow his throat out at every given moment and not in a good way yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems like there is not a lot of control behind these vocals. <laughs> the best way is, will we pause for a second? I'm going to deal with this. <laughs> Let's go deal with the cat. Cat. All right. Cat crisis averted. <laughs> uh, we can continue with the show. Call VCC. <laughs> cat crisis. A fat cat crisis. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. So I mean, yeah. Again, I, I, that's not to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I still think the haunted do certain things really really well and um there are moments on especially in certain choruses like means to an end and preacher of death where i think they there is a semblance of what always made them great this is not a particular reunion that i'm i'm too enthused by mm-hmm. and it, unlike the charlie bliss album um this is one 2017 release that would not have been bothering my top 20 um, the the Charlie Bliss album would, would certainly have been on the business end yeah. had I had I known about it at the time. Just okay, full yeah. full spoilers there, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure that there's at the end of them too much more to say, which makes me a little bit sad about it. New released by a band that have influenced me so much as a um, you know as a songwriter and as a musician. But there you go. Yeah. So um, the new album, uh, Strength in Numbers by The Haunted. Uh, yeah. Do you want to give it a score out of ten, Dylan? Um, Five. I will agree with you there. I think it's a five out of ten. It's, oh, <laughs> it's a stock and trade. I thought you would have gone a little lower than metal that. album with with not all that much more to offer. Yeah. But the darkness album is better than this album, even though it's it's. I wholly disagree. <laughs> that the darkness album is not as good as this album. I think the darkness album is not as good as this. No, but anyway, I, I think I think this is offensively bad heavy metal. Well, then you need to give it less uh, lower score, surely. Um, no, because I like I like bits of this. Yeah, well, me too. Yeah. All right. What What's your favorite song? Um. Oh, good. Uh, first song. First song. Or, oh, no, brute force. Second song. Sorry. Oh, the spark. Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree. That's that. That's great. That's great. Okay. That that is genuinely a really a highlight on the album. Okay. Cool. Um. Right. So, in fighting aside, <laughs> yeah. let's um finally move on to the fucking retrospective. Music. <laughs> fucking music. Who I know. Needs it? It, it, it gets a fire going in my loins. Yeah. Um. So we're going to look back now to an album. Again, I'm going to need you to take the reins here, Dylan, in terms of uh, giving me a little bit of reference point for this. But mm-hmm. uh, the band is called Mammals. Mammal? Mammal. Mammal. So just singular yeah. Mammal. And the album is called The Majority. Yeah. Um, so, and and it's the sole, I mean, there was EPs and things like that, but it's the sole album release of this band. Yeah. Um, there have been two live albums in between. Okay. Uh, which are really cool. Really cool little bits. They've almost, yeah, more live albums than they have actual album, which is, I haven't seen that before in a band. Yeah. So they're very underground. They're very into their. They were very into their gigging. Mm. Um, definitely, uh, my favorite Australian band. Whoa! So fucking take that, ACDC. Yikes! Okay. And Airborne. How did you discover? Because them? it's so different, and it's so it's so mm. um, similar to what I like. Um, I think I was looking into stuff that sounded like Tool. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because you listen to the guitar in this album and some of the riffage, it's very Toolish. And some of the hypno- hypnotic elements, but this is a band. Yep, from Melbourne, formed okay. in uh, like a mid, I guess like two thousand six. I guess yep. doing small little elements, formed by the singer uh, singer uh, Zeke Ezekiel Ezek- Locks. Yeah. yeah, which is such an awesome name. <laughs> um, very much a political activist in the in the Australian scene, which is very important. Cool, um, and definitely a, a very heavy sports advocate as well. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he loves his sports there. <laughs> he loves his, he loves his rugby. Good. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, this is definitely fueled by his his political, socio political personality. Mm. Um, definitely his kind of like uh, um, rage against the machine esque. Yeah, of bite. There's a little bit of that there, yeah. definitely. But more melodic. This uh, he can sing. <laughs> he, he definitely sings more than more than um. Oh, Zach Delarocca. Zach Delarocca. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a that's a pro, I think, for this over Rage Against the Machine, and I, I know that that's another hit <laughs> for big fans of them. But for me, no, yeah, I think um, honestly, I think your enjoyment. Well, there's a few different things, but I think one of the 
absolute sort of musts for enjoying this band is do you like that style of scene that he does I'm not talking about he does like this sort of Jacoby from Papa Roach thing and he does the spoken word thing but yeah. it's the thing that he does most which is uh, I, I I don't have a great reference point for it but I would almost say like the Bruce Dickinson style uh, of singing s- sort of the Avenged Sevenfold he, 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 he can style pro- of he, singing he can project that's what he can do but you, it's not like those it's different. you know what I'm talking about yeah, though it's, I do, it's, I do. It's, it's that it's that kind of like it's that power stance hold the mic and just go yeah, yeah. like yeah. he kind of does that uh, almost operatic like yeah. vibrato heavy yeah. singing but, a, but this, glam rock singing yeah this is the kind of uh, life perf- uh, life performer that you know stands shirtless in like in a parking lot in the middle of oh there is not a fans. moment of his day that he's not greased up that yeah. much of that much yeah. I'm sure yeah, he, he is um <laughs> he is a really re- re- yeah definitely a really cool personality that mm. drives this album but it's not just him it's it's yeah. the three piece behind him that absolutely sells um it and the production the production is really production is, really is clean nice. with this it's yeah. exactly what you need from a band like this yeah um, they definitely are reminiscent of Tool. Do you know what Miles? Sorry, yeah. Miles Kennedy. That's who I was thinking of vocally. Um, when he when he when he sings, sort of. I not th- when he does the Miles other is a bit more biting. Yeah, uh, I think I think uh, Ezekiel is is a bit more rasp has has more rasp. Okay, and, fair. Uh, I guess control. Mm. Um, more more collective, more concise. I guess uh, he just speaks from a different uh, realm, like the Zach Delarocha. Yeah, book, book of like. Um, yeah. Words it really words depends. Yeah, 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 like it's weird actually because he kind of flits between like singing in his own accent to doing that sort of like non-geographical singing. Yeah, but like, but I, it all uh, depends on what he's doing with his uh, with the song. Yeah, at a, at a particular point in time, uh, there, there are elements where like there's shot, there's almost shotgun rap. Speed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that stuff is incredible. I'm I'm like clear enough. Um, a lot of the wordsmithing of that is is. Is first track as well, so or no? Good. Smash the piñata is, yeah, is the yeah. other one. Yeah, um, just he lets out so much aggression, uh, so much well controlled, well, mm. well, well meaned aggression as well. Um, it just it, it is a very carefully thought out band. I think um, no matter no matter where you come from mm. musically with this, um, they're certainly uh, having a very many fold approach to songwriting yeah. because it does span the gamut hard rock funk in the first song yeah yeah almost a James Brown kind of chorus kind of like right? what Living Colour did actually with their yeah. music a very similar actually to what Living Colour did yeah, with their I, music I, I, I think I would say in parts yeah I don't, I'd, I'd say these guys do have a bit more to them will, that, will they a also do <laughs> yeah like it, it, it seems to swing between mm. a very much classic and hard rock influenced sound with elements of funk and then they also do Tool. You see, the thing is, it's not my immediate association, but you're dead right. Like that kind of Eastern sounding, like that Middle Eastern... Um, Pentatonics. Yeah. The lead. You know what we're talking... Hip- hypnotic bass. Yeah. Um, hammering drums. And then, kind of- and then toms rolling on the toms. Like, it's, yeah. it's, that, it's that sound that makes you think of like a big expansive desert. The band that I associate with that is Dream Theater for, for songs like Home of um, uh, Scenes yeah. from a Memory. And they, they, they do that quite often. But uh, yeah, that... I, that exact sound yeah. and, you would associate and like, with too yes, the majority so. reminds me of bands like Let Live actually yeah like yeah yeah, yeah. Under- or, or or Papa, Papa Roach yeah. but yeah Let Live as well yeah yeah that real kind of underground punk like mm. like, like let's fucking get to it kind of rhythm <laughs> and let's let's possibly and inadvisedly dan- use the n-word <laughs> oh and the f-word <laughs> uh, yeah well yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but it, all, all in means of a message yeah no 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 it's not, it's not it's not meant with any um no like it's not meant in an yeah, accusatory way but oh, this like, is actually speaking for the people from the people yeah, yeah, yeah. approach yeah absolutely and I think it, that seems to be a lyrical through line with the whole album is yeah. you know it's very much so like uh, against the man <laughs> in yeah. all of his forms be, be they mm-hmm. technology religion um, celebrity Hollywood Shrine yes uh, exactly or um, you know uh, if you're made fun of because of your appearance or your race or whatever you know he's these guys have yeah. got your back and then if you want like your second last song to have an instrumental didgeridoo breakdown go for it you're Australian it's you're well within your um, rights to do that that was a great part of this um, album landing into its end spot mm. is getting that in there yeah I think that's the most tool like tool is that on part. Living in Sin 
uh, Zero Infinity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of primacy grooves and, of course, a lot of tools. Yeah, Primus as well, yeah. Very um, good. But yeah, this is this is a very cool album to dig up again because they are they have reunited this year. Oh, have they? Okay. Earlier on last year, actually, done a few gigs, and they are in the midst of recording their new album. Cool. It's very much a yeah. It's quite a curio. Um, it's it's certainly and unequivocally too indebted to um, like cl- classic rock for my tastes um, personally, and and uh, classic rock and funk yeah. rock. Yeah, I think you might need to recheck that. I don't think it's. I don't think it has got much to do with classic rock. But in you, but anyway. It, oh yeah, because because that would be that would be the Eagles for me. It, it, this is not- oh well, then well then hard rock, whatever you want to call it. I'm talking about yeah. um, the, like basically the same bands that are that Heaven's Basement are influenced by, uh, but like you yeah, know what I mean. It's sort of, oh Heaven's camp- Basement. That's a, that's or a good the comparison. same the same bands that like Raw Republic or Rival Sons. Though like that's not, like that school of bands. I would say this this sits in with, but these guys would be like the the out, like the Black Sheep because because there's so much else going on in yeah. terms of like the funk and the little bits of rap and the Middle Eastern kind of um, whatever you want to call that type yeah. of uh, that sound but they and they do lean on that quite heavily that's hmm. on Living in Sin and that's on a couple of uh, Bending Rules as well I think And what do you think of Mr. Devil it's a very kind of mellow one yeah I, I, I thought it was a little bit of a I, I prefer I much prefer the, the up-tempo stuff um, to the the more hip-swinging yeah type stuff but um, yeah no I like that one quite a bit yeah um, I think it's a nice, nice bit of levity from all the very hardcore mm. elements that this album has. Yeah, and th- this is in the middle of it, so it's it's very well thought out. I think. Yeah, it's um again like it's it's the same reason why you know I'm I'm kind of I'm willing to admit that I kind of do yeah. go against the consensus on that type of vocal, be it like the Miles Kennedy vocal or the uh, Matt Shadows vocal or the whatever yeah. like really the only one that i enjoy in that realm is um is james the from dream theater uh yeah. of the sort of glam operatic vocal yeah. for for rock music it's not my go-to so it, it really all depends on whether because the, they, they clearly their musical chops are not in question like they're they're well able to write songs it's just as to whether it sits in your particular brand of what yeah. you enjoy you I'd, say, I mean? I'd say for most people most people would have no qualms with this Absolutely, um, I do think that like I know you're saying that it's it is very musically different, but I do think that if you enjoyed um, the most recent album by, or if you enjoy Alterbridge, I think you would love this. No, uh, I think Alterbridge is a bit more drop C than okay. this album, which this is very much a kind of drop D album. Mm-hmm. Like it's very much like like very fast riffing. The a guitarist after my own heart. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Clearly, with with all the soloing and stuff, and wow, centric. Yeah, it's all those like he's um, is def oh, it's definitely um, definitely not not as not as um, radio ready as Alter Bridge might be for met for American radio, I guess. Yeah, that's probably true. Actually, this definitely has a self-made feel to it. That's not not for radio. Yeah, <laughs> certainly not. It reminds me a little um, bit of like China Drum in that sense of being like of on the surface being radio ready, but then. Uh, but like pushing too far in one direction I'm not saying just purely from the perspective of radio play you know like China Drum they just go a little bit too hard towards the end of the song and you're like oh that's never getting on the radio and the same thing with uh, this this album it's like you're like okay like it's got a huge opening huge chorus and then they'll yeah. do like a weird thing at the end but I'm all for weird so there's, yeah. there's no no problem tons with that, of weird flourishes in yeah, this yeah, yeah. Uh, great great mixing between the vocals into the into the instrumental parts mm. like that, that's that's really cool um yeah, no, fun album, exciting. There's all, yeah, it's there's been, like, and on it's the, been on so the, long since this music. I wonder what. Yeah, there's like it, it definitely brought me back. Like on on them on Smash, I think it's on Smash the Pinata. There's a bit that's almost like oh no, on the majority. Sorry, yeah. there's like that that, that that almost kind of reminded me of like System of a Down. Yeah, or something on oh on, definitely on Darren's their, guitar is kind on of their like double this. on their double album. Yeah, mix raising in the machine with System of a Down with Audio Slaves funky side. You get this. Yeah, you got to throw something yeah. else though. You got to throw in you got to throw in like a like a uh, Raw Republic or a Rival Sons yeah. or a Heaven's Basement or a something. There's definitely I mean maybe it's just my ears but there's definitely a, a hard rock like a pure straight up oh, like yeah. old school hard rock influence in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And chord, I, I, chord, chords galore at points. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like this I, I like I weirdly enough the two albums that I kept seeing on on the same 
sort of plane in this week's reviews was musically was the darkness and this mm-hmm. yeah like i would say they sit in the same i know they're they're coming at it from t- totally different angles and maybe bringing in different influences but mm-hmm. i can like, see the, i can see the, i could the see but i could definitely see this band supporting the darkness and it not seeming out of place yeah <laughs> uh, it's a bit odd yeah a bit of an odd thing but yeah uh. <laughs> yeah or maybe vice versa depending on how the darkness's fortunes fair yeah, i'm trying to remember who these guys have opened for but um yeah Open for like i couldn't i couldn't I don't know. Maybe they would be a good support act for Rage Against the Machine as well. I don't or, know. Or or Tool, just flat out. No, tool. I don't think so. Utterly Tool. That's 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 where they live. So yeah, yeah. Mm, I draw the line there. I think you gotta listen to a bit more Tool to get to get the rhythm. <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe besides, you need, I digress. Maybe you need to lend me your lateralis final. Yeah, <laughs> shit, man. All right, very good. Uh, um, so anyway, that's um, and what what is your favorite song in the Heel Hunt from that album? From it, yeah. Um, you know. There's so much. It, it, it's very single baity in that regard. Mm. Um, I think between the majority and Smash a Pinata. Okay. Cause they definitely run like everything they can do into, yeah. into songs. I'd say cl- cl- clear enough, probably. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's cool. got a little bit of fire in the belly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen other musicians do what he does vocally like that. It's, it's nuts. Ooh. It's nuts. Ooh. Especially not, especially not with that Australian twang coming out every now and again. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's new. It's, it feels very fresh, I think, from what we normally pick up nowadays. Yeah, it's definitely unlike anything we've, we've covered before, um, yeah. except for Living Colour, as I say, but that's another kettle of fish. Yeah. Uh, sweet. So, and that was The Majority by Mammal. Mammal, yeah. Yep. If you like the sound of that, um, Velvet Revolver is another band, sorry, that came to mind. Mm, but I'll mm. just uh, move on from there. Uh, if you if you like the sound of that, I would get on it. Yeah, get on that. And we will be back with you um, at our new regularly scheduled time of two weeks from now. Yeah. Um, just to give us, well, you know, it's just life is crazy. And especially January is a slow start. So yeah, the albums will be coming out for then. But I, I yeah, there's, it's going to be all killer, no filler. Like if a band, if we're going to cover an album that's bad, it's going to be real bad. And if we're going to cover an album that's good, it's going to be great. Yeah. So or the darkness. So go I'm, figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Always hold you to that. I, I always mean from one or other of ours perspectives. <laughs> yeah. Never, not necessarily both. Um, yeah. But that's that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty of the show. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us in 2018. We hope to see you back here again in two weeks' time. Yeah. See you guys. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Oh yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.